would have uh, I would have been here sooner, but I uh, I walked into the room with my coffee, ready to start the show, and then um, well, I nearly threw up. Uh, when I left the room, it was fine. I walked back in the room, not fine. And I'm like, oh, God. So I had to leave the room, get the fan, open the window. It's 30 degrees out right now. Put the fan in the window, pump in the fresh air. Because one of these three jackasses just ruined the room. Story of my life. All right, focus, focus, focus. Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Uh, you see, now it's freezing in here, but I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to deal. I got the heater going and a fan pushing cold air in. So at some point, I'm gonna have to get up and say, "All right, that's enough cold air. It's freezing in here, and I can breathe again." My God. Um, so the show happens each and every weekday. <clears throat> Excuse me from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware. Beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Um, let us uh, take a quick look at what the frick happened on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast last night. Or I should say a listen. Take a listen. All right. Um. The Ben and Eric pod, uh, Patreon podcast, not the Ben and Eric. Uh, who are these Zanes? Uh, my brain is not right right now. Who are these Zanes is the show where Ben and I review old recordings of me uh, doing radio in different uh, eras, different radio stations. And in particular, we're focusing on the day after Columbine show, the day after Columbine celebration, the 21st of April, 1999. The Eagle Morning Show with Eric and Brian. We pick it up. Um, coming out of a Steve Miller song. Brian has to do the weather. NPR Brian. And all I have to do is listen. Do I? No. <laughs> Eagle, 97.3, Saginaw's Classic Rock. Stevie Guitar, Miller there. Swing down. Wow, 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 what I was doing coming out of the song. Why was, first of all, why was he talking? And then I started singing. The New Eagle 97.3. Saginaw's Classic Rock. Stevie Guitar Miller there. Going out Swing out town. Um, 7.39, 21 now in front of 8. Eric and Brian on the Eagle. Partly sunny, your high 60. Currently Saginaw 45, Bay City 44. Is it going to get sunny today? 
Partly sunny. High 60. Look at it out. Okay, now I don't know why I did that. Wow, 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 wow. But here's a... Uh, Here's here's the weather report again. Partly sunny, your high 60. Is it going to get sunny today? Partly sunny. He's annoyed. Partly sunny. I just I just told you, asshole. Partly sunny, your high 60. Is it going to get sunny today? Partly sunny. Holy shit. Well, Ben and I um, went over that with a fine-tooth comb. And truth be told, this is actually the third show from the post-Columbine celebration. And that's ridiculous to say, but the show happened the day after Columbine. All right? Now, typically in radio, when something massive like that happens, you're in a weird spot. You should probably not, though, basically uh leave it to just a news story and then go about it business as usual you should probably throw everything you had planned out the window and and do something different to reflect what just happened 25 dead kids in a school and at the time that we were reporting on it the kids hadn't even been removed from the school they're still in there and here we are doing stupid shit on the Eagle Morning Show with Eric and Brian. All right, hang on. I got to close the window because I'm freezing. I'll be right back. show with eric and brian on the uh, day after columbine celebration we've uh, tried to locate the owner of the cow with two mouths we've um god we did a whole bunch of other stupid shit the only thing that we didn't do was we didn't interview the guy who was in the mafia uh who because the two people that shot up columbine we decided oh we we better not air that we better not do uh, do that because that guy was actually in the mafia and the people that who shot up Columbine, they're in the uh, trench coat mafia. So uh, we're going to be, that's very, very sensitive on our part. We are being so sensitive there with that one. But no, let's do a whole bunch of other stupid shit and act like we don't care what the hell's going on. So bad. Jesus. All right, so that um, will debut tomorrow. Who are these Zanes on Patreon? We went a little longer. Um, oh, come on, O'Neal. I just moved out of the way so that you could get more FaceTime. What the fuck? Uh, we went a little longer. So I know we've had some people say, these shows need to be longer. I went a little longer. We went a little longer, and I have an idea. Um, I said to Ben, I go, how about I get you all of an episode, all of the material, and you clip it all up so that you are hosting the clips. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. I go, Come on. You, look, all you need to do to do the uh, Who Are These Zane show is you need the raw audio, which I obviously will get to you, Ben. 
and then you need a uh, something to take notes with. That's it. Just listen to the clips and take notes. It's that simple. Come on. I think Carl just started a new show called uh, Who Are These Socials? Should get his ass on the phone. It's been a while since I woke him up. I think he's... um. Carl is used to me calling him at ridiculous times. And he doesn't like it when I do this. So that means I'm going to keep doing it. The best time to get him is usually on the treadmill. Carl from Who Are These Podcasts. Come on. That's annoying. I got no clout. Hi, you've heard. Hey, Siri. Text Carl. Wakey, wakey. It's time to talk to Eric Zane on the Eric Zane Show podcast about your new show, period. Call me back. All right. Last night, Thursday night football. How about this? First of all, the Rams sucked this year. I didn't realize how much the Rams sucked this year. And then uh, Matt Stafford is injured. He's done for the year. So they've got some quarterback on there that no one's heard of. I don't know who the fuck the guy is. Um, and they're playing the Raiders. Uh, they, they're losing. I don't know what happened to the starting quarterback. But next thing you know, he's out. Enter Baker Mayfield. been weird for Baker Mayfield terrific career at Oklahoma Uh, top draft pick to Cleveland things fall apart in Cleveland you know that shit is bad oh hang on hello Eric Zancho podcast who's this the Eric Zane Show. This is Carl from Hoardy's Podcast. What's up, buddy? Carl, thank you for calling me back. I was beginning to think that I was being ignored. Oh, definitely not. And I would ignore the Zaniacs, that's for sure. You know, I, the, the Zaniacs are no more. What? Yeah, I've got, I, I, I don't use that term. It's kind of like the N-word on the show. That's why I use it. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Um. First of all, I just saw that there's a new show that just debuted called Who Are These Socials? Correct. Yes. What happens on Who Are These Socials? Wow. How is that different? All right. So uh, Blind Mike and I find the most ridiculous things going on on social media. And we, uh, we share those with the audience and give our two cents on it. Oh, my God. So that that seems like um, it would take a lot of time to come up with those things. Are you just basically following trends? Well, that's the fun part is that I haven't figured out the show format completely yet. We've only done one episode, oh, but we that. have a lot of good ideas. And, uh, I mean, you could literally just go on TikTok and in an hour's time put together a three-hour show. 
Oh my God. I love it. So it, it's just fantastic to think that what just started as uh, basically an idea, kicking it around with who are these podcasts has now so many numerous, so many uh, spinoff shows in your own universe and other people's universe. Uh, it's gotta well, be very, very satisfying. Well, I, well, yeah, I mean, obviously the dabble verse, everything coming out of the stuttering John stuff that we used to do is, is pretty crazy. Um, but uh, let me tell you some of the ideas we had for, cause I hate social media. I notoriously dislike social media in every way, but I'm addicted to it just like everybody else. I'm on Twitter all day. So, right. uh, one of the things that I do, Eric, are you on Facebook? Yes, sir. My Facebook feed is miserable. I don't know if it's my friends and family who suck or if it's just Facebook's algorithms. Maybe I did something wrong. So one of the things I do on this new show is I, uh, I open up my Facebook feed and I just read to you what my friends are talking about, whether it's posting the suicide hotline or showing a picture of their cat who just died. Like it, it's, it's the most miserable experience I've ever had. Oh, okay. So yeah, you're going through it and then you're, you're, so this is great because you're also dealing in people in your personal world. So they're probably going to start <laughs> hating you. Yeah. Like I, I called out my sister on the show yeah. yesterday because. She's the only person at this crafts event wearing a cloth mask for some reason. Like, <laughs> what year is it? What oh, are you, doing? you, my God, you're fucked now. Oh my God. <laughs> Family members and masking. You're going after a couple of big hitters or you might as well talk about abortion. Oh, well that's next week. I'm, I'm saving that one for next week, Eric. <laughs> uh, let me, uh, is, 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 uh, John still fair game? What did, did John stop doing a show? Yes, as of November 1st, he is offline, so he hasn't put out any new content. He's coming back in January, though. Okay, well, we, we'll see. I don't know about that. I mean, come on. He might. He doesn't seem well. He hasn't seemed well for years. I know. There's rumors that he's in rehab right now. I hope that's true. That would be amazing because he's not even tweeting anymore. He's, he's really off the grid. So exit John, enter Chad Zumach. Oh, you were ahead of your time, my friend, with Chad Zumach. The troop, yes, it uh, it it came out. It came up because you were engaging him, and uh, yep. and that's fine. You know, I mean, you you, you got to figure these things out as you go. But right away, from the moment I heard that fucker, I hated him, and now you're- he has uh, really kind of gone after you, and now you're going after him. It's awesome. Well, it's not just me. There's a bunch of shows that have cropped up. There's this show called uh, Sad Chad. That I uh, I hopped on last week. They just goof on Chad, and um, it'll be interesting because I have Gino Visconti coming on one of these podcasts today, later yeah. today. Uh-huh. And and uh, Gino's got a thing with Kevin Brennan, who hosts a right. show called Misery Loves Company. Yep. And Chad Zumach is back on that show uh, pretty regularly. So he there's is? a lot of things intertwined here. Wait a minute now. I thought that he hated um, Gino. I heard you yeah. reviewing Chad saying how much he wanted to kick uh, Gino's ass, and now they're back together? Well, um, no, Kevin and Gino are not together. They, they want to, they want to, mur- well, I don't, I shouldn't say they. Kevin wants to murder Gino. Right, right, right. But, Kevin and Chad used to be on the outs because he was on that show for a long time and then he left, but now they're back together again. And I think it's like a shared hatred of Gino. Wow. And okay. Chrissy Mayer that has brought them together. My God, what a fucking crazy. It's very dramatic. There's so much going on. There's, there's many, many layers to all these little, little, little wars. You know, it's, I can't even keep up with it. It's funny. I, I talked to, uh, ready for a little name drop here. Yep. I talked to my buddy Drew Lane about it. 
Yeah, he's he's fascinated by this. He goes, he goes. I don't understand this East Coast radio thing. <laughs> Everyone's got a beef with everyone. There's all these problems going on. Is that like just an East Coast thing that's going on? Yeah, Drew, I, I can imagine that that he that he would say that watching that all because he didn't even know through who a lot of these people were until you started talking about them. Nobody did. I'm, yeah. I'm introducing the, the world to everyone here. Um, now, uh, you, you've seen, of course, the, uh, that, uh, there is also, a, uh, I guess an idea of a spinoff show. I wouldn't have thought of it if it hadn't been for you, but, uh, uh, who are these Zanes where I'm actually ripping my own shit. And, yeah. uh, and that comes from the universe of who are these podcasts? I love that concept. Um, <laughs> we've done a couple of episodes. We did our 100th episode and our 200th episode making fun of who are these podcasts. I, I had my friends come over. This is what you got to do. You got to get, do you, I don't know if you've done this yet. You ever get some old colleagues to, uh, to come on, maybe people you worked with on the radio back in the day to come on and rip on you? Uh, I, I would, but most hate me. Why is that, Eric? He's such a likable guy. I don't understand that. Um, I, I, I swear to God that it's not my fault and that it's everyone else's fault. But at some point, <laughs> at, okay. at, at some point, I'm going to have to maybe rethink that because it's, yeah. it's remarkable. But yeah. um, I have a little philosophy on my show. And that's if uh, everyone around you thinks you're an asshole, you're probably an asshole. Right, right. That's true. I do have one guy that I do it with, and that is Ben. Um, he, I actually did work with Ben on the radio. Um, but okay. uh, So we, we, we do it together. But, um, yeah, it just came up because I was reviewing an old clip, and I just, I just popped in my head. It's been way too long since I threw in a random call out of the blue to Carl, to which, well, it, you know. It's funny, too, Eric, because... Yesterday, Aaron from the Steel Toe Morning Show wanted me to come on because he had Cardiff on his show, and he texted me. I didn't see the text, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'll give you more notice next time. I go, dude, Eric Zane calls me at 8 a.m. <laughs> directly from his show. Don't worry about it. Just call me anytime. It's fine. You know what's funny about that? I remember him. Uh, Aaron Imholt is his name. Yes. And um, when I used to do radio, they put our show on, on some city in um, Minnesota, and uh, I think it was Sock Rapids or something like that. And his show was on, and he he came after us, guns a blazing. He was oh, like, yeah? oh yeah, he was gunning for us. He was talking shit about us all the time, which is fine. That's kind of the nature of the beast. Um, but yeah, and then um, you know, for whatever reason, you know, radio it didn't work out. But um, uh, it's good to see that he never gave it up, and he's still doing his thing. You know, was that uh, free beer and hot wings? Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I know you guys were in a lot of markets. Which they um, they they've um shit has hit the fan on their show. Um, oh really? You remember the guy Joe? Oh, of course I know Joe. Yeah. Joe's out. Oh no. What yeah. Happened? Oh wow. There's a lot of uh, I got a cease and desist on this deal uh, because I was talking about it and maybe a little too loose lipped, but um. Uh, I, uh, all of this is allegedly Carl. I have to be very careful how I word this, but all that, uh, the way this all unfolded was a, uh, a young lady became a whistleblower and she announced that she was abused. She didn't say any names. She didn't say any names, but a lot of people started to put one and one to equal two in their brains. And then not long after that, Joe announced his resignation. No, uh, no one knows if it was connected or not. All allegedly, of course. All right. I have a question for you. So a cease and desist, you don't work for them. 
They don't have any control over what you say. Why? Why? Why do you have to be careful? Well, um, you, I think you just speculate away, buddy. That, I, that's what we're American. Yeah, that's what we do. Well, we mix it up and then we broadcast. I'm gonna tell you why, Carl. Because I'm a huge pussy. That's oh, that's yeah. why. <laughs> <laughs> that story checks out. <laughs> but all right, yeah, What's don't. Wrong with you, Eric? I wouldn't. I wouldn't mention that to Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Don't. Do not. All right. Um, so you're recording today, you said? Yeah, because my band, the Ice Cups, is playing a show tomorrow, and it's it's hard to do a podcast and then play a rock show. It's too much. So I'm doing who are these podcasts today? I'll have it out this weekend. Wait. And uh, yeah. And wait, what did you say you're doing tomorrow? My band, the Ice Cups, is oh, playing yeah, our Christmas show. Of course, of course, excellent. Yeah. Um. All right, and then finally, the Bills and the Lions. A couple weeks ago, you were the only one yeah. that said the Lions are tough. Oh, I didn't think that was a gimme. And it's weird because I hang out with my family. They're all big Bills fans. They're not paying attention to what's going on. So I explained to them, no, they're, they're coming. They're, they're in a three-game winning streak. Two of those games are on the road. One against the Giants who are not a, a bad team. I go, I, you got to watch out for this team. They, they play tough. You know, I, I follow the Lions pretty closely because I, I have some Detroit connections. And so, uh, yeah, I, I didn't think that was going to be an easy victory. It's a little more, more difficult than I wanted it to be. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, fun game though, wasn't it? Oh, it was fantastic, fantastic. Us Lions fans, we are. Um, it's like we won the Super Bowl. We've won five games this year. They, <laughs> they, they are the, they are the best shitty team you will ever find. Well, listen, I, I'll say this because I've been a Bills fan. So we went over two decades without a playoff. So I, I'm familiar with how this works. If you start strong, let's say you win six games in a season. Okay, six and ten season was very typical for the Bills. If you if you start by winning four out of the first six, then you go six and ten. It's a horrible season. Right. If you start one seven and then end six and ten, there's hope. You're yeah. alive. Let's go. Right, What's right. next year look like? Who are we picking up? Yeah. So I think you guys are doing it the right way. Start shitty and get better. Yes. Yes. I'm happy with that. I'll take it. Okay. Well, enjoy exactly. your time. Uh, uh, you're doing the show with Gino today, and the people will be able to check that out. It'll be published tomorrow. Who are these? Dot com is the website. I know, I know everything there is to know about who are these podcasts. Uh, it's a must listen. Add that to your listening, please. Eric, what are we going to do? Uh, who are these Zanes together? I, I want to be part of this. Oh, well, uh, you just said the magic words. I will be in All touch right. with you, and I will send you a big block of audio that we can destroy. Perfect. I love it. All right, buddy. Thanks okay. for calling. All right. Thanks for picking up, or thanks for calling back. Yeah, man. All right, buddy. Talk to you. There you go. Yeah. Carl from Who Are These Podcasts. Uh, he is just something. I love that guy. And that all started. He doesn't believe me, but I'm telling you. I was driving to Tennessee to visit my uh, one of my happy places. And uh, picked up the phone. Actually, we were parked. And it said, you might like on Apple Podcasts, and I see a garbage can with headphones on it. I go, huh, it says, who are these podcasts? I click it, and then the first episode was fantastic that I listened to, and then I listened to like two or three more. I go, this is the show, and then I came on this show after the vacation and talked about how much I liked that show, and then I took the audio of how much I liked, of me talking about how much I liked their show and reached out to make a friend and said, hello, my name is... This is me talking about you. I love your show. That message was not received. But the message that was received was from, who was it? 
Um, God. One of the audience members heard me singing the praises of Who Are These Podcasts and then reached out to Carl and said, you got to roast Eric's show. Well, that all came together. And then, man, months later, I get an email from Carl. It says, hey, I just saw what you sent me, and I also got a, um an email from one of your audience members saying I should roast your show. It's happening. And I was like, what? Oh, no. Fucking shit. And it was it was rough, but I thought it would have been rougher. Um, the things that they attacked me on weren't that bad. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I think this is a victory. And of course I rolled with it, uh, made friends with Carl at the urging of Mark, Mark R. He said, why don't you read this months after that? He said, why don't you reach out and ask him if you can, uh, review a show. And he said, yes. And then we became great pals. By the way, concerning that other stuff I was talking about, uh, this show is a work of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of my imagination or used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events or locales or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Uh, Adam says, Carl made fun of you for having sponsors. Yeah, exactly. The fuck? That's not anything to make fun of. All right. Okay. So anyway, where was I? Uh, Baker Mayfield last night. Um, the Raiders are up 16 to 10 with two minutes to go. Mayfield got picked up by the Rams less than 48 hours earlier. Um, let me actually back up. I, I short circuited the story. He, um, was drafted by Cleveland, and then he was so shitty in Cleveland that they said, no, we don't want you anymore. We're going to go spend money on uh, Deshaun Watson, who we're pretty sure as soon as we sign him, he's going to get a near-season-long suspension because he keeps bouncing his big black cock off of uh, people who are giving him massages. Chicks. That's how, how, how much... How unfavorably Baker Mayfield was viewed. So they get rid of Baker Mayfield. He goes to Carolina. New start. And horrible. They cut him. So he's out of a job. Baker Mayfield. His star has fallen. He goes from the, the tip top of the heap to the bottom of the pile. Just like that. Sounds like radio. Uh, the Rams need a quarterback. Just to, The Rams are limping their way through this season. They're having a bad year after last year. They won the Super Bowl, and this year they weren't doing shit, and Matthew Stafford hurt, so he's out for the rest of the year. Who knows what the hell's going to happen to him? He's got, a, he's got a spinal injury, for God's sake. And they've got some guy no one's heard of starting the game for the Rams. <coughs> Excuse me, yesterday. And... uh then the next thing you know, 
Uh, in this game, Baker Mayfield comes in. He doesn't have any. He doesn't even know the playbook. He doesn't even know what city he's in. But he finds himself with two minutes to go, marching onto the field with a chance to win the game. Audio check, video check. Raiders punting. Nice kick. Gets it away, angles it. Look at this. Side. Bad to worse. It's a nice roll for the Raiders. It skims the sideline. Look at that. Okay, so 98 yards to go with a minute 46. A quarterback who everybody thinks sucks shit and has forgotten how to play football on a team that he has no idea what the plays are. And down inside the five-yard line. It bounced around the 20 or so. Looked like yeah. it was about ready to go out. And it's a 64-yard it. punt. Baker comes out. He has no idea what's going on. He gets in the huddle, and uh, he says, all right, uh, run around. If I see you, I'll throw you the ball. That's the name of this play. Mayfield from his own end zone caught. All right, so whatever. You know, sh- give him a little room out of the end zone. Uh, now he only has 90 yards to go and a buck 37 to do it. On third and one, look out. Mayfield hit as he throws. All right, so picked off. He's hit as he throws. But wait, there's some laundry on the field. Intercepted with a flag, though. Pass interference. Defense number 21. All plays the spot of the foul. You hear a lot of boos. A lot of Raider fans there. This is in, in L.A. So, All right, so uh, a little more life. Minute 20. Up to the 28-yard line. You know where this is going. To give them more life. Look at this catch. Deep down the side. Oh. <laughs> okay, now that he threw that into double coverage. Whoever this guy is, give him a raise. Skoranek. Ben Skoranek with a great catch, a contested catch, all the way to the 40-yard line. That was insane. Better coverage. And somehow he gets that into Skoranek to give him a chance, and Skoranek fights him for that football. Under a minute, 32 yard. Thir- I don't know what happened there. 35, 34, 33. Mayfield throws. That's caught. That's a first down here. Skoranek to the 22. Now Mayfield. They have uh, no timeouts. The Rams have no timeouts. Um, now getting close to the red zone. Uh, uh, Mayfield has to clock the ball, you know, spike it. It's up there. He's got to spike it here. All right. So now we got 15 seconds left. Uh, they're at about the 20. They've, they've gone all the way down the fucking field. Second and 10 Mayfield to the end. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Oh my God. (laughs) He doesn't even know who's on the team. He's like, Hey, thanks chief. Good job, guy. Nice block, fella. This is impossible. They go 98 yards. That is so fucking great. That's good for 23. Oh, you got Atwell right here who can work to the inside. Baker is locked in. This is, uh, I think that's, I don't know who that is, Kirk Herbstreet talking about. I guess Mayfield's going to watch to see how this guy reacts. And if this guy cuts to the middle of the field, that means this guy gets no help. 
number 12. Right here on the safety. Watch the movement by Deron Harmon at the snap of the football. He works to the middle of the field, meaning, okay, I got a shot here at one-on-one. So then it's a 50-50 ball. Throw it up and go get the motherfucking ball. To the left. Takes it. Ah, how cool is that? Downfield with receivers he's never thrown with. We saw it with Spillane. <laughs> yes. And then this kicker, Gay. Extra point. 17-16, Los Angeles. All right, but the Raiders got one more chance. Too good. He's trying to get in the locked gate. The Letterman. Here's Carr. Any magic here? No. Intercepted. Rams win it. Oh, that is just freaking sweet. My God. Too cool. Too cool. Uh, all right. I want to talk Brittany Griner. Um, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, she's not going to take a knee for the anthem now, including me. She's never done that. She has never, ever taken a knee for the anthem. Brittany Griner said, I don't think we should play the national anthem at our games. And that was a problem. You know, everybody hated her for that. And she's like, well, I'm doing that. It was, this was at the time when uh, you, uh, all the uh, Black Lives Matter, before Black Lives Matter became kind of like a, uh, a punchline. And actually, people were, you know, protesting and, you know, all sorts of nonsense going on. There was a lot of unrest, social problems. Oh, my God. Um, her contribution was in order to make awareness. I don't feel it's right to play the anthem. And now most people, well, half the country think that she's doing that to be disrespectful to the flag, but she wasn't. It's the same thing as Kaepernick. That's her way of doing it. Kaepernick wasn't doing it to say, I hate America. He was doing it to draw attention to the racial inequalities in the world. Now, no matter how many times I say that, people don't get it. They they either refuse to believe it, they refuse to understand, they refuse to take a breath and try to uh, maybe let that soak in to some degree. And I was like that. I, for a period of time, said, no, you can't do that. All right. Well, that's where she was coming from. So when she gets busted now, and she also said, look, my, uh, uh, I think her dad was in Vietnam, fought in Vietnam or her, her grandpa was in Vietnam and her dad was a cop for like 30 years. And she actually wanted to get in law enforcement for a period of time. Um, so she said, it's not about any of that shit. Um, but still, you know how it is. She's a lesbian. She's black, uh, liberal ideology. Everybody's going to half the country's going to hate you. Oh, by the way, 
you're getting arrested with hash oil in Russia. So a good portion of this country uh, is happy that she's in a Russian prison for 10 months. All right. Uh, But not anymore. She is now, excuse me, out of prison and on the way back home. And then there's a lot of folks like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about uh, Paul, Paul Wellen? We need. I, I want to talk about that. Holy shit. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jerika Duncan. Nora is on assignment. Her interview with Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen in just a moment. But first, American Brittany Griner is on her way home. She was arrested for possession of cannabis oil nearly 10 months ago, sentenced to nine years in prison and sent to a penal colony in Russia. Her release was part of a prisoner swap for international. How fucking crazy is that? Nine years. Now, look at this. This is Merchant of Death guy. This is the arms dealer, okay? Now, all he's done since the fall of the Soviet Union was um, with countries that were uh, used to be part of the Soviet Union, he would make transactions to get their old Cold War weaponry, all right? And then he would sell it to um, uh, organiza- terror organizations and countries with militia that are attacking the U.S., in Colombia, specifically, the uh, uh, paramilitary group known as FARC, uh, they needed weaponry. They needed uh, to 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 fight the United States. All right, he was selling them uh, arms. In fact, he sold to an undercover FBI guy a uh, like anti-aircraft gun or some shit in Thailand, and that's what ended up getting this guy in trouble. The Merchant of Death. National arms deal. And this is in United Arab Emirates. This is Merchant of Death here. This is Brittany Griner right here. They're actually interacting from the prisoner swap. Victor Boot, the so-called Merchant of Death, was serving a 25-year federal prison sentence in Illinois for conspiring to kill Americans and for supporting terrorism. Left out of the deal was ex-Marine Paul Whelan, imprisoned in Russia since 2018 on espionage charges. We have team coverage tonight of this story and begin with CBS's Margaret Brennan. Margaret, good evening. And good evening to you, Jerika. These final details came together within just the past 48 hours. U.S. officials feared it could all fall apart, and it wasn't until very early this morning that officials here in Washington breathed a sigh of relief when Brittany Griner finally boarded a U.S. plane. I'm glad to be able to say that Brittany's in good spirits. She uh, She's relieved to finally be heading home. All right. I guess I don't know why... <laughs> Look at Biden. I have no idea why... Um, Putin would want merchant of death. Obviously there's some good things that he, uh, well, I mean, God knows what he, uh, how connected he is to Putin, but Putin is like, Oh yeah. Well, if we're going to give you Brittany Griner for an ounce of hash oil, we need this guy who's, uh, peddling arms to nations to, uh, uh, be involved in terrorist activity. Now. Yes. Correct. This is not an equitable trade. All right? At all. But Biden is fucked. There's no way. Um, I mean, can you imagine if he actually came out and said, it's just not worth it. We 
we we have a lot more on the line by giving back merchant of death uh and getting in return a WNBA basketball player like he he would have to quantify it and you know my god if he did that he would be hated more than Trump the democrats would be like bring back trump at least we know what we're getting there this would be horrible. So he kind of had no choice on the deal here. Gathered in the Oval Office, President Biden and Brittany Griner's wife, Sherelle, spoke by phone with the 32-year-old basketball star once she had been handed over. Today, I'm just standing here um, overwhelmed with emotions. Russian state media showed video. You know how much vag these two have eaten since... <laughs> Since they got back, can you just imagine the chow fest that went on between seven foot tall Brittany and that whoever the wife is? Of the swap on the tarmac at Albatine Airport in Abu Dhabi. Boy, she, boy she, the way she walks, she just lumbers. She is a big, big girl. And convicted arms dealer Victor Boot walked towards one another and then headed to separate planes home. In Russian video filmed days earlier, Griner is seen signing what appears to be release forms. Do you know where I'm heading to? No. Listen to her voice. No. 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 You fly back home to, to the U.S. To the U.S. Okay. President Biden agreed last week to free boot in order to bring Griner home. It follows months of public pressure from Griner's fellow athletes and quiet contact between the CIA and Russian intelligence, who exchanged messages between Vladimir Putin's Kremlin and Mr. Biden. Throughout the summer, the Biden administration had tried to bring home both Griner and 52-year-old Paul Whelan, a private corporate security contractor who had been imprisoned for four years on espionage charges. But Russia refused. I wish that um, Paul Whelan had been on that, that, that plane, too. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. We got to the point where... It was clear that there was an opportunity to bring Brittany, Brittany back. The choice wasn't between getting one American or the other back. It was the choice before us was one or none. Whelan was all- I will bet you that behind closed doors, Putin said, we'll give you Paul Whelan back if you stop giving uh, state-of-the-art technology to Ukraine to fight us. If you... We will give you Paul Whelan back if you stop supporting Ukraine. Also left behind in April when the Biden administration negotiated the release of... Mar if I'm Paul Whelan, I say, yeah, don't do it. Do not do it. Green veteran Trevor Reed. Today, a devastated Whelan spoke by phone from a Russian penal colony. My treatment is also much different than um, others held for espionage and other prisons. Meanwhile, Griner is en route to Brook Army Medical Center in San Antonio, where she will get an evaluation. Today, my family is whole, but as you all are aware... This is, uh, this is wife. She's part of the evaluation. She's actually going to taste Brittany Griner to make sure everything's on the up and up. There's so many other families who are not whole. And I will be licking whole in a matter of days. Speaking of families not being whole, Margaret, what's next for Paul Whelan? Look at the shoes on this chick. Oh, my God. Seriously hot. 
attempt to come home. Well, Jerika, Secretary Blinken told me this afternoon that this was just a one-for-one transaction, nothing more and nothing less. In other words, this isn't a diplomatic breakthrough uh, that opens the door to other opportunities. And it also isn't clear what other cards the U.S. has left to play here uh, to secure the release of Whelan or another American, Mark Fogel, who's been uh, detained on drug charges. Would these fucking assholes stop going to Russia? When are we going to learn? Quit. We've got a whole we got a, a fucking basketball team in Russia. Over the course of the last few months, the U.S. has offered numerous Russians who are being held here in the U.S. and the Kremlin declined to take the offer. Their top priority was a one-for-one swap and Victor Boot himself. All right, Margaret Brennan covering the story. Can we get the evidence that Russia claims they have against Paul Whelan? I mean, maybe if we all get that, we can say, oh, well, he probably deserves to be there. And then we can be done with this. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. So she's back. Every uh, Half the country is pissed off. I made this point on the Patreon. Uh, she is lucky. Lucky. Trump is not in office. If Trump were in office, she would not. He'd be like, oh, fuck her. Fuck her. She's not coming back. <clears throat> Big fraud zane. All right. Um, okay. So for you folks that are enjoying the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, it's time to say goodbye. You got to go to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. If you want the rest of this show, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live, download the Twitch app, search me out, Eric Zane live. And off you go, follow the page, subscribe with Amazon prime or throw five ninety nine at it. If you want to subscribe, if you don't want to subscribe, that's totally fine. You get the show free, but you will see ads during the show. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live, download the show audio, which I post right after this is done to all of the platforms. So if you want the audio on demand, uh, just search Eric Zane show on whatever podcasting platform that you use. Send me an email, Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliner striping inbox. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wait a minute before I do that. Um, <clears throat> I need to do some math. An update on the great food giveaway. Um, at last check. Okay. Give me a second here. Going to the tote board. Uh, 1300 $58.08 in PayPal. Plus 718 in Venmo. Plus 835 in Venmo. Plus 610 in Venmo. Plus 404 in Venmo. We got a few. Uh, we got a couple yesterday. Thank you. We have a total of 392508 in our coffers to feed hungry people. We need 5570. Uh, we now need $1,644.92 to feed 200 families on December 22nd. As they pull up to Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, we put in their car a box containing a Christmas ham, cans of vegetables, bag of potatoes for mashing, 
Uh, jar of gravy, King's Hawaiian rolls, package of King's Hawaiian rolls, and a pumpkin pie. 100% of every dollar you send goes toward the great food giveaway. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, on Venmo, search Eric Zaitunian. E-R-I-C dash Z-E-I-T-U-N-I-A-N. On PayPal, search at Eric Zane Show. Please give it as a gift. And there you go. If you're listening to the audio podcast, show notes, you'll find all this information. Give, 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 so we can feed 200 families, which is twice as many as we did last year and the year before. The first two years of this, we did 100 families. This year, 200. Go big or go home. I need the fives and the tens. Sure, it's great to get the 50s and the 100s and the 150s and the 500s. Love you. But if we we have so many numbers that all we need is the five and the tens from everyone. So do it right as we speak right now. Venmo app, you all have it. PayPal app, you all have it. Don't ignore me. Don't pretend like I'm not in the room. Just five or ten. That's all I'm asking. Everybody, five or ten right now. Venmo at Eric-Z-E-I-T-U-N-I-A-N. PayPal at Eric Zane Show. And then boom, we're done. I can be done talking about it. Anything extra, that money goes to kids' food basket. I am uh, making an accountability on social media of all, all of the money coming in with screenshots of everyone's donation to total up a dollar amount, which I will reveal to you. And then I go to Meyer. I buy all the food. I show you the printout, the long ass receipt with the dollar amount spent and boom, there you go. Uh, Kyle Ryan says, I cashed out my upside rewards. I will send that very, very sweet. Thank you. As of this second, we need $1,644.92. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, Folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I say goodbye to you now. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Look at that. Kyle Ryan just sent the cash. No, I take it back. This is not Kyle Ryan. It is Ryan. I was thrown off. Thank you, Ryan. That's your second donation. You're very sweet. Ryan W. Um, all right. I take it back. Um, we have an additional $119 in there. Update the tote board. We need $1,525.92. Let me see if we got anything in the PayPal account from you all to feed hungry people. Not my money, your money. 
Great food giveaway. God, they're going to make me log in. All right. And it's empty, but that's okay. It'll fill up. At Eric Zane Show on PayPal, Venmo, at Eric dash Z E I T U N I A N. In a moment, Rick from TC Paintball. Kyle says it's only $12. Hey, dude, that is uh that is more than enough. Are you kidding me? That's fantastic. That's that's uh Drew V just dropped another dropped 10 bucks on me. Thank on the great food giveaway, not me. I appreciate that, Drew. Drew out of beautiful Pulaski, Wisconsin. <clears throat> Thank you guys. You are uh, helping hungry people. That is very, very kind. Before we bring Rick in, a reminder to uh, sign up for the Patreon if you need more listening. If the free podcast just doesn't do it for you, 11 bonus episodes per week, five daily bonus shows, the two Lost Zane recordings, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia, The Insane Asylum, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, and now on Saturdays, Who Are These Zanes? The open and live stream of today's show, brought to you by Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. For Bennett Flooring Installation, as always, support the sponsors that support me. When you bang on their door, you are helping keep the free podcast going. Bennett Flooring Installation. If you are in West Michigan and you need flooring installed, this is the least expensive way to professionally install flooring. 616-318-0167 for Bennett Flooring Installation. The flooring I want you to install, the actual what's going down. I need you to buy it from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Oh, my God. Hang on my voice. I hate that. Um, in Granville, Michigan, right behind Little Caesars, can't miss it. Uh, ugly beige building, small red sign, Johnson Carpet One discount outlet with every type of flooring under the sun from the top manufacturers. All right. Go there, pick out what you want. It's already discounted deeply. Lowest price in the state of Michigan. Fact. Because they buy so much they get it cheaper they store it there and then they sell it until it's all gone that's a little bit different than at the main store where they everything is ordered custom which is fine if you if they don't have what you're looking for at the discount outlet go down the street to the main showroom johnson carpet one floor and home when you're at the discount outlet with kent drop the e at a u mention my name and save 10 percent fact i just uh got an email from someone who informed me about doing that exact thing am i going to be able to find it yeah carrie writes i wanted to send you a quick note about your sponsor johnson's discount outlet 
I know you're trying to confirm the sponsorship, trying to get him to re-up. I wanted to let you know I went there because of you. I was really pleased, she writes, when Kent dropped the E out of you, help me. We purchased a carpet remnant, turned into a large area rug. They cut it to size and stitched it together. And it has made our home feel so much more comfortable with a large new area rug and cheaper than anywhere else. I hope they sign back on as a sponsor. I definitely mention your name. My God, you have no idea how much that helps me. Thank you, Carrie. Incredibly sweet. I appreciate that. And well done, Kent. Um, shout out to Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Looking forward to seeing them after the great food giveaway. Go there, get a beer, get a burger. Bosco's Pub, Terra Square, Hudsonville. Frank Fuss. I will see Frank tonight. Wait till you hear why. My policy shop insurance. Uh, if you, uh, as open enrollment for uh, healthcare.gov or Obamacare continues, you have to the 15th to get this done. Um, if you are in between jobs or your employer does not offer healthcare or you own your own business, this is for you. These are the people that take advantage of healthcare.gov. 616-914-4070. Now that phone number doesn't get you to like, they, they don't pick up the phone at healthcare.gov. That's Frank Fuss, the licensed independent insurance agent slash contractor who will work tirelessly to make sure you get the right policy at healthcare.gov. You could do this at, on your own, but why? Save the time. And uh, take away the risk of screwing it up by doing it yourself. I did it myself year one and messed everything up. Have Frank do it. Frank doesn't charge you anything. What? How is that? What's going on here? Yeah, Frank makes his money from the insurance companies. He, you don't pay him. He just shops around for the best policy on healthcare.gov for you. And then you have a conversation with him. And then he gets paid by whoever you sign up with. What insurance company you sign up with that's how it works it's awesome 616-914-4070 call him or text him he'll send you a link to book an appointment make sure you mention my name he can also help you with social security medicare life insurance car insurance you name it renter's insurance pet insurance he's all insurance frank fuss two days in a row with rick from TC Paintball makes my soul warm. Good morning. Rick, how are you? Hey, it sounds like you paid your internet bill. Oh my God. Yeah, I had a bad modem. What a clusterfuck that was. Yeah, you know, but it it uh, it worked out because, uh, you know, a lot of people give uh, Xfinity or Comcast grief. They sent me a new modem the next day. I had it the next day. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so we're good. We're happy. We just, we, we just went through that, too. We just had to get a new modem here, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, so uh, everything good at uh, TC Paintball? Looking forward to a busy week. Weekend. I am, absolutely. Uh, are you- Holiday sales are going on right now. We got a lot of... A lot of groups playing paintball. We're in. Uh, we're enjoying it. Do you have a lot of like uh, uh, family members, moms coming in buying stuff for their kids from TC Paintball? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Black Friday was off the hook, and uh, we're we're about to do another uh, sale coming up starting next week, uh, like an inventory reduction sale. And uh, we anticipate uh, a pretty big push right before Christmas. Does anybody ever come up and say and try to wheel and deal, like uh, bargain you down? Oh, 100%, especially on used stuff. But, yeah, there's a, in, in, uh, in our industry, on Facebook, there's a lot of buy-sell trade pages. So guys want to use a, a $1,500 gun for a couple months or a month or something or a short period of time, and then they want to move on to the next $1,500 gun. So they want to they wanna barter, they want to trade, they want to take their gun and put $200 with it and come out with the next gun. And, yeah, there's a lot of that happens. Does the world's best paintball player make millions of dollars a year? No, absolutely not. No, no. The, uh, the, 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 the pro aspect of it, you know, pro means you're playing at the highest level and the highest level of the pros are actually making some money, but we're talking about a paltry amount of money. A lot of them will work in the industries so that their, their, uh, their contract is kind of tied to that, which means they still have a day job, but it's inside the industry. But I mean, the ones that make any amount of money are making 20, 30, 50, 60 grand a year, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, but that's you know, kind of coupled, coupled with their day job. It's a very, it's a very young industry. Do you want equality because the football players are making a lot of money? You have to make that same. Are you like women's soccer? No. Okay. So, I have, a, I have an opinion on that. If you're filling stadiums, then you deserve an amount of that revenue, right? If you're not filling stadiums, then you don't. Your league has to be subsidized by some big brother league. I think that the women's soccer does do as well as the dudes. Oh, yeah. For women's soccer, 100%. In the I thought US. You, were, uh, you, you, were, you were inching your way towards Brittany Griner in the WNBA. Oh, no. In my opinion. In my opinion there is that league wouldn't survive without no. the men's version of the league. No, so no. It's kind of like... I get the same attitude when people talk about football players um, and their salaries relative to like soldiers. Now I have a ton of respect for soldiers, but they didn't sign up to be a soldier to make a lot of money. If you're fortunate enough to be a professional athlete in, in any sport, you're going in front of a ton of people that want to watch that sport. They're paying money and that money's got to go somewhere. So the people that are putting on the show, get the lion's share of the money. I, I, I agree yeah. with all that. That's a form of capitalism. What if we televise our warfare? <laughs> well, I think, uh, I think our uh, um, involvement, uh, we'd probably have to restart the draft because people probably wouldn't go to war yeah, anymore right. if they realized what it was all about. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, concerning Griner, um, what, what were your thoughts as this has unfolded? I think Griner's stupid. Um, but I don't hold it against her that she got out of jail. Um, I don't like the situation. I mean, I, I would much rather release a Marine. We don't know. We don't know, you know, what he did. Obviously you talked about that earlier. I think Griner's stupid because she, now I've heard conflicting reports, but if the report that I heard is accurate and she was actually hitting her pen in a Russian airport, then she's a moron. And she deserves to go to jail. She broke the law of the land. Well, if, uh, if she had possession, you know, I don't know exactly what the law is in Russia, so I don't, I don't know if that's quite as severe. Um, I think she was dumb for doing what she did or carrying what she carried. Uh, now, am I mad at her for getting out? I kind of feel the same way as when you got fired. When you got fired, and I can't remember which time, forgive me, but when you got fired, I, I, uh, I felt bad for you. I'm like, oh man, he's, he's, you know, he's a, uh, I like him. He's a, um, a personality that I like. 
But then I had to pause myself and think, you know what? People get fired every single day. And a lot of people that get fired don't have a way to turn around and jump to Patreon or jump to a podcast to be able to make their own money. So I had to check myself and think, stop feeling bad for him. Feel bad for the people. Feel bad for the people that got fired and don't have a a quick avenue on how to, uh, you know, make their, their next buck. Yeah, but I feel the same way about Griner. I I, I feel, feel kind of happy for her that she got released. But what about all those other people we don't know about that are still there? Yeah. So and I and I. By the way, I agree with you. I, uh, I'm in hindsight. I I you know I, I I kind of cringe when people say that they felt bad for me when I got fired too. I mean, I've I've always said, hey, I I I knew what I was doing, you know, but uh. That's that's that that is all true. When it comes to Griner, the idea that we what about the the whole thing about an inequitable trade? We've got a chick who's got uh, hash oil and another guy who deals arms to terror organizations to kill Americans. That's kind of fucked up. It sounds like privilege to me. I mean, my God, um, if that's the case, there's no way in, in hell this Paul Wellen is is ever going to get out. Because we don't have right. any more aces in the hole. Right. She, well, we don't know. Well, how do we know who we have behind bars? Yeah. You know if, what I mean? I if, mean, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of shit that happens in the world that we have zero idea about. Right. Right. But um, can you, like I was talking about, can you imagine if, if Putin says, okay, yeah, if you want well and back, you have to uh, quit uh, supporting Ukraine. If that's the case, Biden says, nope, we're going to keep doing it. Okay, if we can get well and back, can we send them to Sean Watson? Ooh, Deshaun Watson. Mm. <laughs> How about him? Um, is he on your fantasy team? He is not, no. Absolutely who, not. Who is your quarterback on your fantasy team? I'm at Jared Goff right now. I was with Stafford. I had brief stints with Marcus Mariota and um, Ryan Tannehill. But I'm on Jared Goff, and I need one more win to clinch the playoffs. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, that. Um, I, I'm right there with you. I have to beat Linda, Alabama Linda. And she's favored in this final fucking game before the playoffs. Does she have a bunch of uh, um, Crimson Tide players on her roster? I don't know. I'm not sure who she has on her team, actually. I just hope she sucks. That's all I care about. Uh, All right. I sent you another clip of uh, Popeye's Chicken. Uh, I haven't yet shared that with the audience. Of a DoorDash driver going to pick up Popeye's Chicken for somebody. In Detroit, of all places. And uh, as she's picking it up in the pickup line, there's roaches all over the food. Did you happen to see that one? No, I didn't. I was updating my phone, and I wasn't oh, able to get never that mind. to open before never you mind. called me. I will, I will come I back to it. I saw a headline. I think that's disgusting. I will come back to that because I'll share it with the audience. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, anything else burning on your brain, Rick, that you want to get to? Uh... No, nothing really entertaining. I've had some trailer woes. This uh, this last trip that I took, I came home, blew a tire, um, had another tire that was the steel belt was showing through. And I just, mind you, this trailer is like a year and a half old. So I blew a tire. I had steel belt showing through. I had one spare tire with me. When I blew the tire, I lost my trailer lights. And when I blew it, it was like 3 in the morning near Ann Arbor on the way home from North Carolina. I had to park the trailer because uh, I had to get home. I was tired. I uh, get home. My nephew calls me the next day and says, I'll go get your trailer for you because you got to leave later on for Florida. So he goes and gets my tire, changes the tire, my trailer, changes the tire, blows two more tires on the way home. What? I, I can't get over blowing tires on my trailer. Um, I get it home and I finally get it over to Granville trailer. 
and uh, they take a look at it and say, you got a bent axle and a bent spindle on my brand new trailer that I, I went with the heavier axles on because I knew I put a lot of weight into it. So trailer woes continue for me. So wait a minute. You put new tires on it and those blue too, or there's more than two tires? It, it's even weirder. Okay, so I go to North Carolina full of stuff to go sell at an event. On the way home, we, you know, we sell a bunch of stuff, so we're coming home lighter. Didn't have any issues on the way down. On the way home, I blow a tire near Ann Arbor. When I blow the tire, I'm like, okay, no problem. We've done this before. We pull over. We change the tire. We're back on the road. And then when I'm back on the road, I realize I got no trailer brakes. Or trailer trailer lights, I'm sorry. No trailer lights at all. And it's the middle of the night. So I'm like, shit, we're going we're gonna to get pulled over. This is not good. Yeah. But I pull over to check that out. See if I, I, I yanked a wire loose or something when I blew the tire. I go to check it out. And as I'm looking at it, the tire behind the one I already changed. So I changed the left front. Yeah. Brand new tire on it. The one behind it has got steel belt showing through. And I'm like, son of a bitch, we're going to blow another tire. Yes. Like, what is, how are we going to get home? I only got one spare with me. So I'm in Ann Arbor. I got no trailer lights. I got a tire that's going to blow for sure. And, you know, I got no spare to help me out. So I'm like, well, we can't take the highway. We got to take back roads. We got to limp home. So I'm doing 45 mile an hour taking back roads, driving along, anticipating a blowout. Finally, I see some sparks behind me. I'm like, oh, there it goes. There's that tire. So we pull over. I, I'm like, okay, it's that left rear tire, the one that the belt was showing through, right? I go back there and look, and it's the tire I already changed. And I ah! earlier, I changed the tire. I blow the same damn tire. So I'm, I got my hands in the air going, what in the hell happened, and what in the hell am I going to do next? So I pull over, and I drop the trailer. We, we hide it, and we, we leave it there, drive home. My nephew calls me, says, hey, where is it? I'm going to help you out. Okay, I'll so get a new tire. I'll go down there. He goes down there with two spares. Changes the tire again, gets on the highway, blows the same tire, oh, a brand new fuck. tire. Uh, yeah, three times in Michigan on the way home. So, so obviously, I get home and we park it, and I had to shift gears, and now I'm driving to World Cup, and, and I had to go play paintball. So I had to leave the trailer, let my guys unload it, had to deal with the tires later, get home, been lazy for a week, finally get the trailer over to Granville, Granville trailer, yeah. and they're like, yeah, you got to... A bent axle, a bent spindle, that's why you're you're blowing tires. Motherfucker. So it just Yeah, woe after woe after woe. And this after someone stole your previous trailer. One of my previous ones, yeah. Yeah, and the one I bought to replace that, I got kind of cheap with it. I bought it out at an auction. And the first thing I did was bring it to the Granville trailer saying, hey, I bought this used trailer. I want to I have you guys check the brakes out, you know, uh, uh, grease the bearings and do those things so I can use this trailer when I want to move my heavy equipment around town. And they take one look at it and said, you don't want to put anything heavy on that trailer. It's rotten out. Oh, <laughs> like, way to go. I'm a bitch, man. I, I wasted two grand on this trailer. So I don't know. I'm, sorry, I'm just bouncing buddy. off the walls. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, <laughs> my own fault. Any update on Kayla, your wife's uh, friend's sister? Yes. So when we were when uh, we were talking yesterday, I immediately found her on Facebook and I started typing out a long message, trying to not be weird about it and uh, trying to be <laughs> as diplomatic as I can because I don't really know her uh, actual stance towards you. I, you know, my wife had mentioned that she's not a fan. Um, in, in her, in her, uh, interactions with you, she, uh, she was not impressed apparently. So I type out this long, long, uh, uh, message to her trying to, you know, do the footwork on getting her on your, on yeah. your pod there. Uh -huh. And at the same time I messaged, I messaged my wife and I said, Hey, Zane found out about Kayla not liking him. Is it okay if I message her? So as she, as I'm waiting for her to respond to that, I'm typing the message to Kayla yeah. and my wife finally responds and says, yeah, you better not say anything. I'm not sure how sensitive she is about it. Oh. And I, I don't, I, I don't want her to think that we're, you know, oh, yeah. 
no. rumors, falsehoods, or anything like that. No. But no, good. That's, that's a good thing I didn't send this a message, good dis- so I deleted the message. Uh-huh. So the dream is not dead. I'm going to, I think I'm going to get to send that message, but I need my wife to okay it first. Right. And uh, I want I want to have a, a casual conversation with her, tell her how diplomatic I'm going to be, and then uh, see if she can sign off. Yeah, this I don't is, want to. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to piss her off. You know, uh, uh-huh. the, the home front's important. This is called greasing the skids. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You've been there. You're married to a redhead, so I know you have. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Uh, are you are you playing outdoors this weekend? Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get some time out on the uh, on the outdoor field. Outdoor air ball is... Uh, is closed for the season, but we run out there and play in the village here and there whenever whenever it's nice enough. You know, that whole, whole field is turfed, yeah. so once the snow goes away, it doesn't really hold any water. There's a couple small uh, 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 mud spots, but most of it stays pretty clear, so we'll run out there and play in that village. I, well, right before you called, I was looking at the uh, calendar, and I'm thinking if it works with you, January 15 looks like a pretty good day for me for, uh, for that next Zane event that we're going to do all those giveaways on. All right. When I uh, get out the phone with you, I'll check the calendar. All right, I'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy. See ya. Goodbye. Yep. Rick, TC Paintball. Uh, TCPaintballGR.com. Let's see here. Got a message. <laughs> Rick needs to learn about word economy. I, I don't know. I, I think he did okay. Everybody's critical, Rick. Don't let them give you any shit. Don't sweat that. All right, January 15th. Let's take a look. Um, yeah, I'm free. I don't know how you do it. Paintball war. 21? 22? All right. Where the hell was I? Eric still hasn't revealed to us what he did. What is that? Uh, What am I? I, I'm confused. Explain that to me. What are you referring to, Aram? Okay. Okay. I'm not sure what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, Michaela. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I wish I did. I'm not sure what pissed her off. She was a uh, intern on the Freeburn Hot Wing show. Barely remember her. And then I remember she worked for Channel 13. And I think something happened on Facebook. I think I, I made a snarky comment about someone. If, if This could be what happened. A snarky comment about someone. Could have been someone in the news. Could have been uh, Freeburn Hot Wings. And then I think there was interaction between her and I. And that's where it got weird. But that's I don't recall. Every time I hear shit about me, I'm like, oh, no. Did I really? Oh, fuck. 
my whole life is marred with interactions like that where I'm like, I did? I did that? Oh, no. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> Story of my life. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Uh, okay. Let's see. I got an email about uh, Joey Williamson. Remember Joey Williamson who um, had that uh, horrible, horrible take about uh, wrestling? Wrestling being in the Olympics. Brad writes, I just listened to the wrestling in the Olympics rant. I laughed when listening to it. And in case you don't know, Joey Williamson said, Chris Jericho said that wrestling could be an Olympic sport. I want to break that down and tell you why I think maybe. And then he like is making the case for professional wrestling, like body slams and pile drivers uh, in the squared circle in the Olympics. And it was one of the dumbest things that has ever been said. Brad writes, none of the wrestlers would be able to perform in the Olympics due to the steroid use policies that are in place. How would you list the event of wrestling in the Olympics? I can only imagine the broadcasters stating uh, that you would to, to watch wrestling at nine and at 1230 is choreographed wrestling. So they'd have to promote real wrestling, uh, Greco Roman wrestling at nine and choreograph wrestling at 1230. He says, I would rather watch arm wrestling in the form of the movie over the top style instead. Then he ends with thanks for all you do. And it's not much, Brad. I appreciate you. My God, Joey. No one is going to let you live that down. Ram said Joey Williamson's podcast was the highlight of this week. Oh my God. Yes. Joey is of the ilk. That's like, uh, because Chris writes, he hates it when you say real wrestling. Well, Greco Roman wrestling is real. They are competing. One is trying to actually defeat the other pro wrestling is not real. And Joey's like, well, they gotta be really athletic and those are real moves they're doing. It's like, it's a fucking play. It's a theatrical, physical play. All right. It's silly. It's, it's, you go there to laugh and heckle. You don't go there to be surprised with the outcome. You're not rooting. You sh- you need to go there and just th- the only thing that should be done is at uh, at these events is make fun of the idiots that do believe that. You're, you're it's it's idiots. This is all that's uh, idiots that are impoverished and ugly women. That's all that's all you get at wrestling events. And that's entertaining. Cole writes, wrestling should do their own version of the Olympics during the next Olympics. The Joeys of the world would think it's part of it. Yes. 
Tyler says it's athletic acting. Ryan says uh, stuntmen do that stuff too. My God. Chris says, yeah, they're at Vandermill this weekend. What day did he say they were? IPW Wrestling? IPW Wrestling. Okay. When it's Saturday, December 10. The Cold War. IPW. It's fun. You will have a good time. There is no doubt. Live Pro Wrestling returns to Vandermill Cider in Grand Rapids Saturday, December 10th as IPW presents our final live event of 2022, Cold War. Witness IPW talent like Ren Jones, Jimmy Shalwin, Bendrick Bison, Anderson Knight, Jeremiah Nazareth, Derek Wolf, LaDon Sanders. That's the guy who's constantly like doing this. He's taking his finger and putting it into a hole. It's like he's all about like butt sex or something like that. IPW events are family friendly. Eh, loosely. This guy here in the red is a riot. He's like a great heel. I don't know who he is, but he's a great, great heel. All right. Um, what's going on Saturday? Saturday. Uh, All I have going on is sleep. So I literally have no excuse. I have no excuse. I could go there. I could support the event. I like those people. I like that people get together and have fun. I like supporting local events. Is that a great venue? You get to heckle. I went there with Stu McAllister last time. I wonder if he's going to go. If I can get Stu to go, I'll go. Always fun to get Stu in here. You know, Stu's in a new movie. I promised I was going to leave the... Uh, hey. hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good, man. What's happening? Sorry to bother you. You driving? Yeah, I'm driving. I'm always driving, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I got to... Uh, as I'm talking to you, I'm looking up your Facebook page to uh, uh-huh. post a link to the film Roommates. <laughs> Fair enough. Did you watch it? I'm 10 minutes into it. Oh, great. So uh, you're halfway through. Yeah, you are um you are excellent. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's nice to hear. You are excellent. It is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Come on. It's got to be like second worst. <laughs> Who uh, uh I yeah, I'm to the point where um uh your roommate has taken over your room and you're pissed off about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm pissed off about a lot of things in that movie. Okay. <laughs> I was born for that role. <laughs> uh, 
I love, I love it. So I'm picking it up that you are a squatter and so is he. Yes. All right. Yeah. He's hoarding in on my action. When you started the film, everybody got a look at your you and your tidy whities <laughs> Yes, it was quite a surprise to a lot of people. And uh, I wasn't necessarily expecting that either. <laughs> like, I'd be, I know we filmed it all, but I wasn't quite sure uh, it was coming from that angle. <laughs> you, you didn't really fill up the underwear, Stu. I think you have a small penis. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I'll tell everybody that. <laughs> It was very cold in that attic, too. Listen, I have to defend myself a little bit. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cold in that attic. It was like early March, I think, when we were filming that. And it's as cold in attics anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, um, as, uh, as, I, as I'm talking, I'm actually showing the, the, the clip of you getting out of bed. So that oh, it, you're you're still watching it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I I mean it's it's actually right now people are seeing you get out of bed, and there there it is. There you I have froze I have freeze framed <laughs> on the underwear shot, and uh, I can see the Hanes. Did they actually buy you a pair of underwear to put on, or did you have to buy? They, they did. They bought me a six pack of Hanes. I wasn't sure like how long they thought they were going to be filming that scene for, but yeah. All right. So you got the free underwear. Did you keep the underwear? I think I still have them. Yeah. You don't normally wear whitey tighties? No, I don't. I normally wear uh, boxer briefs. Yeah, I go with um, the uh, boxer briefs, too. Those are the ones that are longer, but they, they, they fit tighter. Yes. All yeah. Right. You need a little compression to keep your boys in line. Right, right. Uh, Tyler says that you are flatter than a Ken doll. So there's a lot of comments about your penis and balls, Stu. It's weird how that became like the focal point of a lot of comments. <laughs> Stu, there's wrestling on Saturday. There is? Yeah. Oh, at, my God. At Vanderbilt Cider. Going? It's the IPW event. Yeah, over there at Vanderbilt. I will go if you go. I can't. Okay. You got, <laughs> you've got, well, good. Cause I didn't really want to go, but <laughs> yeah, I'll be, uh, I I'm doing a little side gig action. I'm going to be, uh, dealing some cards to some delinquents. You're like a, a, a guest, uh, casino guy. There's a, uh, some big Christmas, Christmas event happening at DeVos place. And they needed some card dealers. And I'm like, all right, I'll come and, do whatever I need to do to make an extra buck. Okay. All right. Yeah. Who, who's uh, who's putting that thing on? Uh, it's Gordon Food Services, I think. They're, it's their huge Christmas party. All right. And, uh, they, they make a big to-do out of it. They, they must make some good money over there. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I just wanted to call, see if you wanted to go to the grapples. Uh, because <laughs> I I'm, would normally, but I'm busy. Oh, yeah, because when we go there, it's all about the insults and and uh it's it's like watch it's like mystery science theater 3000 but you're watching wrestling right and, and uh, trust me those those fat slubs need to be insulted oh my god and then making fun of the people and trying to avoid getting hurt you know it's all it's fantastic uh, the smell too dear oh, god god odor yes all right okay be safe out there Stu. thanks brother i'll talk to you later okay see ya all right man goodbye mm-hmm
Lots of guests on the show today. I like that. I like that. So that seals it. Not going to wrestling. If Stu can't go, I'm not going. Borrow Joey's championship belt and go by yourself, Eric. No, Joey uses it. He's there rooting on his favorite wrestler with the belt over his shoulder. Yeah, you got to watch Stu's movie. It's a 20, 25-minute watch. Stu is great in this awful, awful effort. All right. Bobby Wagner of the L.A. Rams uh, is not in trouble. You might be like, wait, what? This was the guy. You remember when that animal rights activist went running on the field? And... uh, He had an incendiary device with him uh, in San Francisco. He's running on the field. Bobby Wagner of the Rams and another dude uh, laid this fucking hippie out. Did he tear his ACL? He's still going. Just laid him out. Rightfully so. Okay. The guy um, sued or pressed charges, and I, I was assaulted. All this shit, <coughs> and um, so then the authorities are like, "Oh my god, we got to look at this as an actual assault case." Look at this. We got a nice little uh, still shot of the moment of the moment of truth. Yes. Um. They have figured out that uh, no charges will be pressed. No charges for the tackling of the protester who ran onto the field during the game against the 49ers. Protester had filed a police report shortly after. Um, That's how these guys make a living, you know, suing people. Uh, Alexander Taylor ran on the field with a pink smoke bomb as part of an animal rights protest. Um, Alexander Taylor, he was wearing a, um, cause this group, they, uh, break into places like where, uh, food is, um, processed where like cows are killed and chickens are killed. And what they do is they like steal the livestock and, uh, and try to like adopt them or they, they set them free. They, they break into facilities and do shit like that. And then they get in trouble for it. This is a uh, direct action everywhere who frankly, um, they were actually pretty interesting. I had them on the show, direct action everywhere, when they were when people were gluing hands onto the uh, basketball courts because the guy who owns the Minnesota Timberwolves, um, there was a threat of uh, like bird flu or something like that, so he had to kill all of his supply. And they do that by just like shutting off the fans and then the birds roast. It's a terrible way to die. There's no question. So they were like protesting against him. Similar here. Run on the football field. Probably a good idea to stay away from the sidelines. So you never know what the fuck's going to happen to you. Uh, the, on the guy's shirt, you'll see. It said, uh, right to rescue cows. He wants to rescue cows. When I run through the neighborhood, I go down the street and my neighbor down the road, uh, Bob, 
his wife Pat. Uh, they raise cows, and they uh, they eat them. It started with three, now they're up to like six, because the beef is, um, I guess, good. They uh, they grow all the food on the farm organically. And then they take the food that they're growing and they feed it to the cows. They're completely uh, organic. And that's what you got to do. If you really want to have organic meat, you raise the cows, you grow the food, you feed the cows the food you grow, and you uh, raise them, and then, uh, well, you kill the cow. And then you process it. And then uh, he's got meat for a year. That's what he does. And uh, then he gives some of it away. Now, I think it's great. But man, when I go running by, the, all the cows look at me. And they're I, the cows are cute. Those are adorable animals. Especially when whoever owns the cow washes its coat, its fur, its hair, what do you call it? And then shampoos it and blow dries it. Talked about this before. It might be the cutest thing in the world. Shampooed cow. They're like, Giant, fat, stuffed animals. Look at this guy. Cows shampooed and blow-dried. He's He looks so huggable. All right. If you have that, there's no way in hell you're going to want to eat that. Look at how cute that fucking cow is. Oh my God, that is a pet. It's pristine. Now, my neighbor's cows, they don't look like that. They got shit all over their fur. Uh, But these guys, I mean, I cannot believe how delicious these adorable animals are. That is a great idea to have like 10 shampooed and blow-dried cows and you can just go ahead and romp around with them and pet them and love them up. I would love that. Sad and useless, the most depressive humor site on the internet. Come on. A steak, baby? Bob says, aren't you adorable? You look delicious. And I agree. I'm not going to stop eating. All right. But when I see the cows, man, I get bummed out. I really do. They're so damn cute. Well, anyway, so I guess I can understand where these people are coming from for a period of time, but not really. I'm still going to eat. Uh, Bobby Wagner, the guy who laid out this dude, is uh, 
is not going to face any charges. Alexander Taylor ran on the field with a pink smoke bomb as part of an animal rights protest. Security was struggling to corral him until he ran near the uh, Rams sideline. Defensive end Takaris McKinley stepped in to help and knocked him down. So Taylor, uh, so, uh, and then so that they could security. So security could, um, stop him. And Bobby Wagner is the guy who trucked him. Um, he looked like he wasn't supposed to be on the field. Wagner said post game. I, I, I saw security was having a little problem, so I helped them out. It's just keeping it safe. You don't know what that fan what that fan got or what they're doing. We don't know what they're carrying in their pocket. Uh, Rams coach Sean McVay said he knew Wagner had good intentions in tackling the man and added that the player had his full support. Taylor was cited and released. He later went to the Santa Clara Police Department to file a police report. You see, that's where it gets stupid. You can't file a police report, you asshole. You're not going to garner any sympathy with that horse shit. Uh, In the report, Taylor claimed he suffered a headache, a concussion, and a burn on his inner right bicep. Well, yeah, because you were carrying the incendiary device, the smoke bomb. Two days after the incident, Wagner told the media he was aware Taylor had filed a police report, but said he was, quote, more concerned about the security guard who got hurt trying to chase them. Police decided to not file charges with the Santa Clara District Attorney's Office. That was a fortunate result for Wagner and the Rams, but overall, their season not going well. Until last night, until the arrival of Baker Mayfield. All right. Uh, Today, I will be seeing Frank Fuss and hanging out with comedian Adam Deggy. You're like, what? Huh? Um... There is a meeting of insurance, independent insurance professionals slash Christmas party going on tonight. And the person who's organizing that party, her name's Stephanie, she says, can you get me some comics and can you host comedy night for us? And so this was put into motion. And I said, yes. Actually, we are supposed to do it last year, but COVID was still running wild. We didn't do it. It's tonight. I am the MC slash host. We have a feature act by the name of Will Green. I'll introduce him. After Will does his set, I come up, introduce Adam Deggy. It's a, a private event. Uh... Adam, nationally touring act. He better pick up. He's probably sleeping the day away. I love Adam Deggy. So I get to see Frank the Tank fuss. He might be in the crosshairs for some jokes. I have a feeling Adam is still asleep. Hey. Hey, this is Adam Deggy. All right. It's not going to work. I know. Let me send him a text. Maybe this will work. Good morning. Wakey, wakey. I want to talk comedy on the podcast. Period. Call me if it's before 10 p.m. That's 10 a.m. 
keep an eye on that. All right. What else do I want to talk about? I got a bunch of shit here. Oh my God. Wait till you see this video. Now I got to work hard and be um, diligent in explaining what's going on here. And then I'll share it with you. All right. Um, at the Brigham Young University football game, I think they're the Cougars. Cougars are the Wildcats. Their mascot is is a dude in a cat suit. This might be the greatest stunt that has ever happened. Now, you got to picture this. Center court. You know the tables that the Buffalo Bills fans jump through? He's got a table to his right and a table to his left. Stacked on that table is another one of those tables. Legs out like they're one on top of each other. And then on top of that, another table. And then another table. And then another table. Five tables high. You're looking at probably 15 feet of table. Maybe more. This uh, These columns of tables are to his right and to his left. He positions himself so that he's in a push-up uh, position on the first layer of tables. Okay? He goes down. He pushes up and then pushes with enough force that he gets air. Like he's doing a plyometric push-up to actually move him up to the next layer of tables. A bunch of uh, assistants are hanging onto the tables so that they don't get too wobbly. And then he goes all the way up like uh, uh, American Ninja Warrior style all the way up the fucking thing. This is incredible athleticism all while wearing the fucking suit. And he goes, you got to see this. This is incredible. And no margin for error. There's no mat below him where he's doing the push-ups. There is a mat, but just so he can jump down once he gets to the top. So if he fucks it up, he's going to come crashing down and possibly hurt everybody. Oh, my God. Here you go. Audio check, video check. Let's get into it. Look at this. Shaking out his arms. I think he's blindfolded. No, he's got goggles on. Wow. Holy shit. fucking fantastic we gotta watch it again just that just one little jump forget the table that he's able to propel himself in a push-up position that high to catch the next set of fucking tables Wow. Yeah. Oh. 
One more plyo push-up for good measure. That is so hard to do. Why are these Mormons not standing up, losing their fucking minds? Jesus, that's incredible. Oh, my God. I absolutely love that. Congrats. Jeez. Uh, Cole writes, mascots in the Olympics. Who's with me? I'm with you. That is some serious strength there. All right. I just wanted to share that. I hope I did a good job explaining it. If you are just listening to the audio podcast, you must go to uh, the show notes and check that story out. All right. Okay. I was talking with Rick about this and uh, we didn't quite get into it because I sent the story late, but uh, audio check, video check uh, DoorDash driver shows up at Popeye's to pick up the food. This is going to gross some of you out. It's a video that can make even the toughest of stomachs turn. All these are DoorDashes. Look at, look at. All over orders at a Popeyes on the roach is on the food, is on the box. The east side of Detroit. It was just like all over the counter, all over the utensils and all over the bags and things like that. The DoorDash driver behind the video, now viewed by thousands, didn't want to be identified, but says in her two plus years of delivering food, she hasn't seen anything like this. The driver says she alerted the DoorDash customer supposed to receive that order immediately. I was definitely surprised. I was caught off guard. I was shocked. I was disgusted. I just couldn't believe that they were even open and working in those conditions. The city health department says they received word about the video late last week and sent an inspector in on Monday who did find evidence of cockroaches. The health department says the restaurant's management made the decision to voluntarily close as soon as they learned of the video. The health department said yeah, they knew the cockroaches were there. It wasn't until the video came out that they gave a shit. As this Popeye's location is inspected routinely every six months. Well, that pretty much seals the deal. I will never, I've never been to a Popeye's chicken, and I will now never go to a Popeye's chicken, ever, no matter what. This story, I don't care where I'm at, I will never go to a Popeye's chicken. And that's just the way it goes. And there's no knowledge of prior issues. In a tweet response, Popeye's called the conditions, quote, completely unacceptable. Yeah, so the main company, they, they you know, have franchisees, obviously. So, Jesus, they're like, what the fuck? They should, they should shut the fucking place down. And said the restaurant will remain closed until it can provide guests with the standards and service they deserve. If it wasn't for me, somebody, this business will still be open. They will still be running today. The door dasher who sounded the alarm. Closed due to maintenance. Cross it out and write closed due to roaches. Alarm now happy something is being done. I feel bad for the staff because it's holiday moments and I know they probably need their income. But at the same time, I, I, would, I don't want them working in those conditions because that's awful. My God, fucking terrible. I used to live in a place that had cockroaches in it. First time I ever saw a damn cockroach was we lived in Tennessee in this rental house. And uh, we hadn't lived there very long. And uh, I woke up in the morning, I turned on the light in the kitchen, 
and they all just started running everywhere. They were they they don't like the light or this type of cockroach didn't like the light. These little fuckers. I'm like, what the fuck am I seeing? What? Oh no! Fucking shit! Oh my god! Absolutely disgusting. Um. All right. Let me help your business. Reach out, Eric at EricZanchio.com. I want to do just that. If you uh, want your business to be in front of my audience, send me an email, Eric at EricZanchio.com, and I will tell you how it works. Thank you so much. Um, all right. Like, of course, my friends at TC Paintball. You had Rick on there earlier. Uh, talking about what he has going on. If you want to book an event at TC Paintball, go to their website, tcpaintballgr.com, contact info there, give them a call, say, hey, we want in for a Saturday event or any day of the week, tcpaintballgr.com. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, the uh, chosen facility for all of the vehicles in the Eric Zancho podcast household, and I hope you do too. Irvines.com. That's E-R Vines. Irvines.com. Tons of uh, Google reviews giving them a five-star average on their website. Irvines.com. Love it. And uh, servicing all makes and models. Doesn't matter. The only thing they won't fix, Volkswagens. And uh, my God. So if you are in Grand Rapids, reach out to my friends at Irvines Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Loaner cars are free and available. You have to make an appointment for those. Reach out to them at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, I want to get to Celine Dion in just a second here. But first, A&E Heating and Cooling. Don't forget about them. 616-516-8579. Joe Martinez is uh, working to make sure that your furnaces are running right during these cold months ahead of us here in West Michigan. Right now, it's 31 degrees. Not going to get much warmer. And if your furnace is running and you haven't gotten this thing looked at recently, well, it's dirty and it's running at uh, far from peak efficiency. That's going to cost you money and you run the risk of a breakdown in the future. And you do not want an after hour service call. So reach out to Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579 today. If you do need a new one installed, he'll install the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners. Comfort Maker. Uh, absolute best in the business. In fact, they're very picky about who they want installing their stuff. And Joe Martinez, uh, he meets all of their requirements. Not everybody can say that. The Kent County Health Department invites you to reach out to them if you are in need of uh, any type of immunizations, uh, vaccinations for the little ones, measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, uh, the um, cervical cancer vaccine, Gardasil. Call and book an appointment. And if you are uh, strapped for cash, you can call and see about how you can get those for free. Uh, Kids need to be immunized, especially if they're attending the schools. uh, For overall health. Also, I'll reach out to the Kent County Health Department if you're having a hard time keeping the family fed, food on the table. Ask about the WIC program. Accesskent.com slash health is their website and batting cleanup in the order the mario flores lakeshore team of van dyke mortgage if you need a mortgage 231-332-6505 could be for one of several reasons 
most obviously, you're getting ready to buy a house. Get pre-approved ahead of time before you buy that house. 231-332-6505. Perhaps you're doing a refi, going from a 30-year to a 15-year, or a 15-year to a 30-year. Mario can help with all of these things. First-time home buyers, 10th-time home buyers. Doesn't matter. He works with everybody. Perhaps you need money out of your home to pay a high-interest credit card uh, bill. NMLS number 3035 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, working with audience members throughout the country, with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. All right. Celine Dion. She has uh, been through the ringer with health, and uh, I'm not exactly sure uh, what are all the things that are troubling her, but I know she hasn't looked great over the years. You know, constantly you look at the tabloids and they've got a picture of her and, uh, you know, Skeletor would take a look at her and say, my God, she's skinny as fuck. What the hell is going on with Celine Dion? She has uh, announced she has stiff person syndrome. No one on the planet has ever heard of stiff person syndrome but I guess what happens to her is uh, as she was trying to figure out the diagnosis like every muscle in her body would start to spasm with these intense uh, uh, spasms that are like painful and it sucks I guess that's all I know about stiff person syndrome She's going to tell us now. I don't know if I'm going to make it through all of this because I watched the first minute of it and I think she only said about five words. She talks slower than anybody. Seriously. Hello, everyone. I'm sorry it's taken me so long to reach out to you. I miss you all so much. And I can't wait to be on stage talking to you in person. Okay. Uh, I didn't realize she spoke with an accent. Uh, she sounds like she's from Spain or something like that. I'm not sure her, uh, her heritage. But I was surprised when I heard that. I thought she was just like from Kansas or some shit. All right, this thing's not working now. This is not liking me at all. Okay. As you know, I've always been an open book. And I wasn't ready to say anything before. Too long of a pause. But I'm ready now. I've been dealing with problems with my... Here I am making fun of how long it takes her to talk, and I can't even get the fucking video to play. My God. Hello, everyone. I'm sorry it's taken me so long to reach out to you. I'm sorry it's taken me so long to play your video. I miss you all so much. And I can't wait to be on stage talking to you in person. She actually looks good here. As you know... 
I've always been an open book. And I wasn't ready to say anything before. But I'm ready now. At this point, you're thinking, she's about to say that I'm going to be dead in 10 minutes. I've been dealing with problems with my health for a long time. And it's been really difficult for me to face these challenges and to talk about everything that I've been going through. I will never understand that. I will never understand how people don't want to talk about, you know, what their problems are. I mean, if I get a hangnail, I can't wait to get to the podcast to tell you guys about it. Recently, have been diagnosed with a very rare neurological disorder called the stiff person syndrome. I think Hot Wings has this. Which affects something like one in a million people. Does it make you laugh talk? Does it make you take forever to tell a fucking story that doesn't really have a point? Wow. This is why they hate me, these jokes. We're still learning about this rare condition. We now know this is what's been causing all of the spasms that I've been having. Oh my God. She's really leaning into this. Unfortunately, these spasms affect every aspect of my daily life, sometimes causing difficulties when I walk and not allowing me to use my vocal cords to sing the way I'm used to. Yeah, trail mix while riding 22 miles on my, on my bike. What kind of a monster? It hurts me. Donuts. Because I tell you. Today, this means I won't be ready to restart my tour in Europe in February. I have a feeling that it, it's like when she got done with this. When I said, hey, what did you guys think of that? Was that good? What do you think? I have a great team of doctors working alongside me to All right, help me get better. And my precious children who are supporting me and giving me hope. I'm working hard with my... I can't take it. There is no way. There, there is no way that I can make it through this. It's, it's too much. It's too sad. Nate writes, hopefully her tongue has a spasm and she spits out more words at a time. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, hopefully they will figure this out. We, we cannot have a world where Celine Dion. Okay, two things. We can't have a world where Celine Dion is not singing and we cannot have a world where Celine Dion is talking going forward. I, I think that she needs to make it clear that one of the, I mean, if, um, 
if one of the symptoms are that uh, it's it's because of yeah, she's taking forever to talk. Is that part of it? Or did you always talk that way? Because if that's the case, I, Jesus, you're going to be alone forever. Oh, my God. Her speech will go on and on. Oh, my God. Uh, Sarah says it's for more drama, she feels. Tyler is suggesting the asshole of the day is Celine Dion for talking too slow. <laughs> All right. So she's sick. Let's uh, uh, dicks out for Celine Dion. I hope you feel better. You know, she has stiff person syndrome. Okay. Um, on the uh, Patreon today, Nick Cannon is being accused of terrible things. A Florida man does something awful with the dog. And I need to tell you the story about the boy in the box. Not the Allison Chain song, Man in the Box. It is Boy in the Box. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the song has something to do with the boy or the boy has something to do with the song. I don't know. But uh, the boy in the box is an actual thing, and they now know who the boy in the box is or was. That will be part of the Patreon bonus podcast, patreon.com slash Eric Zing. Asshole of the day today. Yesterday it was Jason Kolkoma, the guy who wanted to be judge. That was ridiculous. Uh, today's asshole of the day. You got a nomination for Celine Dion. I don't know if that's going to work. Rick from TC Paintball joined us. Talked about a number of things. Brittany Griner. Uh, boy, I did not tell you the story about the dogs fighting over a turd, by the way. I got to get to that one. Uh, I'll talk about that on the Patreon as well. Um, Bobby Wagner, no charges. Baker Mayfield, incredible. The BYU mascot. We had a preview of uh, who are these podcasts and who are these Zanes talking to Carl. That was awesome. Stu McAllister joined us. We talked about his movie. Uh, I got to remember to share that link in the show notes of this podcast. I I know I shared it on the um, uh, Twitch stream, but I got to share it. I'm, I'm just saying that so that I remember. Will I? Probably not. Um, all right. So today's asshole brought to you by TC paintball. Uh, it's gotta be Popeye's chicken asshole of the day. I know it's not the, uh, the owners, the ownership's fault. It's the, it's the franchise. It's a franchisee. It's your fault, but Popeye's chicken is getting it on the asshole of the day right here. Okay. Go lions. Hope you win. I will not be watching. All right. I will not be watching the Lions. I will not be listening to the Lions. I need to keep uh, my superstition active because all they've done is win when I don't pay attention to them. All right? I will not be watching the Lions. Uh, No way, no how. Thank you for being part of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Once again, you guys are the absolute best. 
Uh, thank you for the help on the great food giveaway. Thank you for uh, signing up for Patreon. All awesome things. Until next time, folks. Have a good one. Bye-bye.